0: in chapter 1, dealing with this same thing, a modern church, a model church in a modern world. I was hoping when I said modern church, somebody said, I want a model church in the midst of a modern world. I believe that Paul was dealing with what we're dealing with now. The Bible tells us there's no new thing under the sun. What has been will always be again. History repeats itself. If we found anything out about history, is it repeats itself. Amen. One thing, as we study the book of 1 Thessalonians, I'm praying we'll be able to do that the next few Wednesdays unless we have a new, another layperson. I'm interested in what Paul is dealing with. I feel like if we look at 200 East Blue Ridge Street in Landrum, South Carolina, we'll see a building with a paved parking lot. We'll see a rock front and a brick building. We'll see two stories where we have a church and Sunday school. We'll see a place that has a steeple on it. We'll see a place that folks gather but what makes it a church is us who are in it. I want to be a model Christian going to a model church so that the world would see what we're modeling about. Hey Amen. That crowd puts on the runway show. They're displaying all the latest fashions so everybody can find the cue on how they're to act and dress. Well, praise God, the, amen. The fashion of the Holy Ghost ain't changed. It's still a place for old time religion. It's not a thing of the past. I want to be the model church. I'm not interested in conforming to nothing. Can anybody say amen? The model church. Look at verse 7 so that you were in samples. The model church, the church at Thessalonica was a, a model, a, a, an in sample. Not just to, to Macedonia, but Achaia. In the next few weeks, if the Lord will help us, I want to figure out what a model church is. I'm interested in a place where the Holy Ghost has got freedom. I'm interested in a place where folks want to live holy, where the songs are holy, amen, where the book is holy. I'm interested, amen, Brother Booty, hit me out there. I'm interested in this place I think that we can identify with even though geographically We're in two different locations in the world. I believe we are numerically and we are historically, seemingly in the same kind of atmosphere and environment that Paul was trying to encourage this church in the midst of Macedonia. They were a seaport city. He said, preacher, we are not near no sea. But a seaport city was known for its wickedness. It wasn't just known for the trade. It was known for every kind of false religion and wicked vice you can imagine being available. Friend, you ain't got to go to California. You don't have to go, amen, to the coastline no more. It's like the sea has moved in on us. and Every vice seems to be available. Everywhere you look commercially, it was the strategic place. It was the road that linked Rome and the East. Eastern world and if you'll just do a little bit of study I-85 and 26 seems to be those highways that link amen. Hey listen how else are we blessed enough to get visitors coming through Ohio and then the few months ago I get a visitor coming up through Texas I hope wherever they travel in from what they'll find is an example to an old fashioned modern Little church, God help us to be that way. Numerically, they had about 200,000 people according to tradition in this little place called Thessalonica. That In Thessalonica, they had many gods, but particularly they were interested in Jupiter and Jupiter was all about satisfy all the lust of your flesh Man, I don't know about y'all. That sounds like we're at morally. Hey, they didn't, hey, Thessalonica is a town. They were surrounded by people that did not have a good reputation. Let me just tell you what two writers said. Thessalonica was the most pagan, most heathen, most worldly city of that day. It was a place of open sin and rebellion. It was a place that thumbed their nose up at the thought of God, females particularly. would claim little credit on the scale of modesty and they had a demeanor that was less than ladylike that was you say preacher we ain't that bad no we ain't yet but if we don't have a church that models what's right we might get that way amen when there's no fear in the church there'll be none in the community and they sure won't be none in the country Amen, amen. Look what the Bible says. Look in verses five through nine. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but in power and the Holy Ghost and much assurance. As you know what matter, men, as we were among you for your sakes, ye became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction, uh, with joy of the Holy Ghost. He not just mentioned Macedonia and Achaia, uh, but notice this, he said, Verse 8, in every place your faith to God word is spread abroad so that we need not to speak anything. He said, man, I can't go nowhere where somebody don't know something about that little church down there made up of Gentiles and a few Jews. Thank God for your testimony. Don't y'all want to go to a church that has a great testimony? Amen. Not a sorry testimony. I want to have a great testimony, Amen. I'll say this about it: this church seemed to be thankful. We give thanks to God always for you all. That's what that's what Paul said about him, and it seems like they reciprocated. They were prayerful. I know they were prayerful because Paul's already said you became fathers of me and of the Holy Ghost, and Paul starts the letter out. Being thankful, so we know they're thankful. He starts to let her out being prayerful. He said I make mention of you how often to make mention. He said always for you all making mention of you in our prayers. Verse 3 remembering without ceasing. This is what he's saying. He said there's not too much time goes by when I don't have you on my mind. And there's not too much time goes by when I'm not praying. If they followed Paul and the Holy Ghost as Paul said and he did This is an inspired book then this church was a thankful church it was a prayerful church it was a church that had a powerful testimony, amen they were mindful of believers, Paul was and they were notice what he said he said we hear about your faith your love, your hope I don't pretend I don't for one minute say that I'm a preacher that can hold any salt or candle To Paul, but I sure do want to be, and 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 I'm not saying that every testimony about our church is a church that's mindful of saints, that's that's mission-minded towards sinners. I'm not saying that our our testimony around the world is thankful and prayerful and holy. I hope it is. But even if it's not, I want it to be. Can I get some help tonight? I want it to be. It's my desire for it to be. Oh, I long for it to be. Now, I I want that, brother. I want that, sis. I believe it can be possible. And I believe if we study this, I will say this. There ain't too many hours go by that I ain't praying for somebody in this church. There ain't too many hours go by that my mind ain't about this church. I can't think of an hour in my life in the last 20 something years that this church ain't been on my mind. If we could, let me ask you if everybody was as spiritual as you in this church, how spiritual would our church be? If everybody was as mindful of saints and mission-minded towards sinners, man, what kind of soul winning, what kind of love... Given church. You know one thing, that crowd from Ohio said, man, I was so grateful he told me this. He said, preacher, I've enjoyed this service. He said, I met somebody from up there in the same state from originally. He said, man, he said, but what I've loved about it is this church is welcoming. Man, I want to I be a place where wayfaring souls uh, can find water uh, to refresh them uh, and sinners can find a place. I uh, so they can be restored, revived, and reborn. Amen. I want to do my best to try to figure out what it means to be a model church. I believe if we do that, it will our our heights and the work of God will increase. Our, our walk, our witness will get better. Let's walk through the text just a little bit tonight. It's nothing new, nothing fancy, but I think I think I want to do my best to. Try to help you tonight. I know it's helped me. Notice what the Bible says in verse number one. Uh, I I will say this. Actually, it's through the whole book. But Paul's talking to the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God. If we're going to have a model church, we need to have a church that most folks are saved in. Look with me right quick. Look with me right quick in Acts chapter 17. We're going to go back to the beginning of it. Look in Acts chapter number 17. Notice what the Bible says in verse number one. Now when they passed through Epiphilus and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where was a synagogue of the of the Jews, and Paul, as his manner was, went in unto them and three Sabbath days reason with them out of the scriptures opening and alleging uh, uh, that Christ must needs have suffered uh, and risen again from the dead uh, and that this Jesus with whom I preach unto you is Christ and some of them believed uh, and consorted with Paul and Silas and the devout Greeks uh, a great multitude of the chief women uh, not a few he said uh, when he Wrote the letter to them which are in God, them in the church that are in God, in in Acts seventeen, Paul preached, and we learned according to Acts seventeen that this crowd is a saved crowd. The Bible said in chapter seventeen of Acts that some believed. Hey man, thank God for the preaching of the Bible, because God is chosen by the foolishness of preaching to save them which believe, amen. How shall they believe without a preacher? How can they preach except they be sent? I say hallelujah. God chose a foolish, not foolish preacher, but the foolishness of preaching. That's, a, that's an amazing thing for God's supernatural power to be on a natural man, him to take a written word and make it alive, deal with dead sinners and them get saved. That's amazing, Amen. Woo, thank God for, it's the world, it's foolishness. But to us which believe, it's the power of God. Somebody help. Amen. Thank God for them that responded. Amen. Hallelujah for them that responded. We say they preacher, they were saved people. Amen. Every member of church of Thessalonica was saved. He didn't say that. He's talking to the church in Thessalonica, to them which are in God. I would love to say that everybody at Landrum Independent Baptist Church is saved. But I can't say that for sure. Only you and God know that. I would love to say everybody in this building is saved. But more than likely, I know that everybody ain't saved. I would like to say that everybody in the parking lot not saved. But I don't know who's all out there. We don't know. But one thing I do know, if you if you think that your membership in Landrum Independent Baptist Church is going to get you to heaven, you need to wake up and smell the coffee. If you think going in that baptism pool is going to save you, you need to wake up and smell the coffee. Hey, just if you think your tithing is going to get you to church, hey man, going to get you to heaven, you need to wake up. Hey, somebody has told you a lie. You need to believe. you got to be in God and God in you. Thank God. Not everybody got saved, but some believed. Amen. I thank God not everybody may be saved, but thank God. Hallelujah. If you're going to be a model church, you need to have folks that saved. Say amen. Amen. Thank God. not only were they saved people, they were serving people. Look what verse 8 says. Amen. Look at verse number 8 in our text. For from you sounded out the word of the Lord. <laughs> Amen. he said, I thank God and by every place your faith to God word is spread. He says this in verse 3. I can't forget about your work of faith, your labor of love, your patience of hope. Hey, this crowd was saved, but they were servants. I hear, I hear somebody tell me one time said preacher you know I, I'd love for you to uh, talk to my boyfriend I, I, I mean he goes to church he's been raised in church he's, he's saved I said well how do you know he's saved? You ever catch him reading his Bible? Have you do you know he tired? Just tell him all you girls all you girls and all you guys here's what y'all do on the first date you ought to say, can I see your checkbook? I want to make sure you're tithing. If they ain't tithing, they don't love God. i feel like preaching there a minute. Woo! Say amen. Help me out, booty. You better blow your horn for you before you get done tonight. Thank God. Say, listen, he said, everywhere I go, it's like you're sending the gospel out. You're sending the testimony out. I know your work. I know it. they were serving. They were on fire they love the Lord, amen, Do you. Have you caught them that you're talking to reading their Bible? Have you, do they, hey man, what preacher you know they take up the offering every Sunday? Well, I mean, I knew a guy one time, he's full of devil. But I know the church he went to, he took the offering up all the time. I know a guy one time, I know a guy one time that led the choir in a church up the mountain married, had kids and he confessed he was a sodomite and had to kick him out of the church and it was an independent Baptist church too, so everybody look up here at your preacher, that little collar you wear and that long dress hey man, that tie and them like hey man, I believe in dressing right, but that ain't gonna get you to heaven hey, thank God, are you serving God, are you sold out, do you love Jesus somebody help me Amen. They were serving people. Amen. Here's what James says. It's just another proof of what James says. Here's what James says. He said, even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, <laughs> being alone. Hey, hey, faith ought to show out once in a while in order to show up in your lifestyle. Amen. Thank God for adults, thank God for young people, thank God for children. Amen who have faith and are on fire for God. Amen that is a model church. Amen. Their faith was known abroad. Their fire was known abroad. Thank God. Their, hey how they lived their life in the midst of corruption was known abroad. They were saved people. They were a serving people. But look at this. They were a sincere people. Notice what the Bible says. It says, he uses this word, this labor. Notice what he said. uh, Remembering without ceasing your work of faith. But then notice this, the labor of love. Thank God they were sincere. Hey, they just didn't talk one way with their mouth and live another way. They were sincere. You know what the word there, sincere, the word sincere it is the opposite, the antonym. It is the antonym to hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is without sincerity. Sincerity, amen, to be sincere is to have no hypocrisy. They had a labor of love. They didn't serve because they had to, they served because they wanted to. Somebody say, amen. Going to church was not an obligation, it was an opportunity. Woo! Amen! They didn't serve out of duty. They served out of devotion. They didn't serve to gain attention. They served out of affection. And if you love the Lord, you'll just... I'm not saying there ain't going to be times you ain't going to have to drag in here. I mean, you in the same flesh I'm in. Sometimes you've got to literally force that hide with the IV pole in the house of God hooked up to... 300 milligrams of caffeine, sit there with your eyes propped open and try to act interested so the preacher don't call you out. And if you'll sit there long enough, scooch up on the edge of your seat because you really love the Lord, he's liable to hook 100 folks to you and let you get a little help to go on. Say Amen. Sometimes we're in the flesh. You just hey man, but you ought to be sincere. Amen. Yeah, thank God for sincere people, serving people. Hey man, you know what the Bible said? As a matter of fact, let's look over here in Second Thessalonians. I mean, uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 7. You were in samples. Notice this. I love this little this little word remember this little word in sample it, it carries the idea of this word in sample is the die is cast in, in, in other words in other words when they saw them it was like they saw the reflection of Christ it, it's, like they, it's like when we look at the moon especially here lately that's big old moon man it seems like hey man you can't hardly sleep for the light busting through the windows and that thing, it looks like it's so close. And uh, I forgot what they called it. And man, I had all that planned out and then forgot it all. That big old moon. I mean, you know what? It don't have no light of itself. The only light it has, it steals from the sun. And the sun, hey, amen. What I'm saying is, thank God. Uh, if you'll just keep the world from coming between you and the sun, you can still reflect him too. Thank you, Lord. A little of it came back. Amen. They were steadfast people. Amen. Notice what the Bible says in verse number 6. And ye became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with the joy of the Holy Ghost. This work of faith, this labor of love. But then notice this patience of hope. The word there, patience, speaks of, of a cheer. And the hope speaks of an endurance. it's just not a hope like the world has the hope of the world is I don't know if it's going to happen I hope it does but the hope of God it's not based on feelings it's based on facts we know it's going to happen we just hope it's sooner than later say amen amen Woo! I never said becoming a Christian's a cakewalk. I never said it's gonna be a bed of roses. This crowd knew what it was to be afflicted. This crowd knew what it was to serve God and be a light in a dark world. They knew what it was. They received it, verse six, and much affliction. Amen. Let's go And, and and here's the theme of our day. Hey, man, if you don't like working, quit. We'll give you $700 to stay at the house. Hey, man, but listen, you can't quit on God. Are y'all listening to this preacher? Hey, man, this is a crowd that was sincere, that was steadfast, that was saved. They were sold out. They were spirit-filled. They believed in living what they preached. Somebody say, "Amen." They weren't like Nancy Pelosi in case y'all thought I wouldn't mention that on the air. They weren't like Nancy Pelosi who's all about mandating masks and don't wear them herself. Say amen. Amen. I just felt like I ought to say, why is Biden mandating us to wear masks when you can be in his White House cabinet and not be forced to take the vaccination or wear? Somebody ought to say Amen. I believe you ought to somebody help me. Am I I think I'm in South Carolina right now. Thank God for the Bible! I ought to have freedom to shout about it if I want to. And live my life like I want to. Somebody say Amen. They were separated from him. They were saved. They were serving. They were sincere. They were steadfast. Hey, uh, let me just say these. I'll move on. They were separated unto him. Verse number nine. You turned to God from idols. I'm going to say more about that later, but let me just notice this. It don't say turn from idols to God. That's not what the verse said. Notice, let's, let's look at verse nine. And how you turn to God from idols. Don't say they turn from idols to God. But here's what happens. When you turn to God, the result is you leave idols. This word salvation says get rid of your idols first, then you can go after God. No. The Lord says just as you are, I'll take you just like you are, and I'm going to make you into something. Amen. Yeah. Hey, you can go over and rub Buddha's bell if you want to. They got a temple in China. There's 10,000 of them. You can find whichever one looks most like you and you can worship that one. Or you can can that false religion and get a God who's going to change you to look like him. Somebody say amen. Amen. <laughs> Burning incense ain't help nobody. Woo! Separated unto God. They were serving him. Notice verse 9 says to serve the living and true God. They were satisfied by him. Notice they said live God amen they were sheltered by him verse 10 which delivered us from the wrath to come oh my god I love verse 10 man I remember preaching a message I found my notes on it thank God the superlatives of divine thing here's christ's highest title amen his son amen here's Christ's sweetest name Jesus here's christ's greatest accomplishment <laughs> He come back from the dead. Amen. Here's God's mightiest act whom he raised. Here's Christ's loftiest place <laughs> seated at the fire. Amen. Amen. Here's Christ's strongest work delivered us from the raptor come. Here's Christ's fullest glory. Amen. Even. Just that word even is enough. Amen. Amen. And believers grandest hour is to wait for his son. Hey church everything you need amen to realize what kind of model Christian that makes up the model church is in the first 10 verses of 1 Thessalonians? Let's don't quit, let's dig in and strive on. Amen. Thank God they're scripturally taught about it. Notice the Bible said in verse 10 to wait for His son from heaven. <clears throat> I mean, they're saved, they're sealed, they're sincere, they're steadfast, they're scriptural. Satisfied, thank God. Notice not only the membership, but notice the preaching that characterized this church. Model churches are built not on programs, not on puppet shows. Everybody okay? Not on plays. I don't care how many times they played the play rapture. All them churches are shut down. Is everybody okay? Take a deep breath. It's preaching time. Hey, man, where are they at now? Thousands getting saved every night. Where are they at? I like, what, I like what that man said. I like what that man said when he came up to Billy Graham. He's drunk. He said, I'm one of your converts. And Billy Graham said, I know you one of mine because you sure ain't one of God's. Amen. Amen. Is everybody okay? Amen. Thank God. Amen. Amen. You know, I, I remember pastoring here about 20 years ago. Been here for almost 24, but about 20 years ago, I got invited down to Emma and had a little pastoral fellowship thing. And a bunch of different churches got together, all Baptists. We got together and we eat uh, food and man, that, that food park was wonderful. It was one of them old time granny places. And man, it was wonderful. And, but on the way there, I passed one of them's church and i seen all this stuff on the sign. I mean, had one service in the week, but don't worry, they were still there. Cause on Monday night they had Weight Watchers, on Tuesday night they had a karaoke type thing, and on on Wednesday night they had karate class. I thought, my God, have mercy. Hey man, I thank God wants us to be a place where sinners get saved. The scriptures are preached. Hey man, old model churches are built by preaching. Thank God for preaching. Hallelujah for a pre- I like to sing it. You got to have right singing. It prepares the ground for right preaching. Everybody say amen. But souls get saved by the supernatural working of the preached word of God. Amen. An evangelist come through one time. Amen. Help me, Lord. Evangelist came through one time preaching at a church. And I don't know if they told it to be true. Uh, you have to take it up with them. Uh, they said, uh, hey, he said he went over and preached for this man. Old woman come up in the back, and he shook the preacher's hand like this, and she did. She said, long, walked out the door. And a little bit, she people's talking, came back through. He said, boring. Walked back through. Hey, Amen. Came back through. And here's this woman again. He said, i shook her hand three times. I've tried to blow it off, but it's getting a little distracting. She come back and said, loud. Hey, Amen. And uh, he, he was a little torn up about it by then. He asked the pastor. That's what the pastor said. He said, man, don't worry about her. She don't really even know where she's at. She just repeats what everybody else says. Hey, I don't care if they say it's long. I don't care if they say it's loud. Hey, man, you just preach the Bible because it's preaching that God uses to save souls. If they say it's loud, if they say it's long, if they say it's boring, preach on, preachers. Somebody say amen. Amen. Amen, preacher. God, if it's Holy Ghost anointed. I don't matter how loud it is, how long it is, how short it is. I don't matter. I don't matter if it's alliterated. If God's in it, I like it. Sign me up. Let's, let's just look at the message. We already did, but let's look back at it. Look at Acts 17. I want you to look at what Paul preached. He, man, he's a good preacher. Look what Paul preached. Look at the source of his message. Thank God, the Word of God. He preached the agony of Christ. Notice what he said. Christ must needs have suffered. He preached about the cross. He preached the agony of Christ. Are y'all listening to this preacher? Hey, man, what else to preach but Christ and him crucified. Thank God. Y'all have heard me say it. Thank God. I, I'm for standards. I'm for convictions. I think they should be biblically motivated, if not biblically stated. Amen. But 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 amen. Thank God for scripture, Bible preaching. You know what Paul did? He just preached the Bible. He preached the agony of Christ. Christ must needs have suffered. First verse of, 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 of for verse, first part of verse 3. Then notice this. He preached the ascension of Christ and risen again from the dead. He preached the anointing of Christ. He said, For he who I'm preaching unto you is Christ, the anointed one. He preached on the agony. He preached on the resurrection, the ascension. He preached, Amen. He preached that he's the Messiah. He's the anointed one. He preached, he's, in other words, The way you've been looking for. The life you've been longing for. Amen. The truth you've been listening for. It's Him. It is the Christ. This is everything in the scriptures. That's what he said. He's preaching the scriptures about Jesus. Thank God for the source of his message. It was scriptures. It was the Savior. Notice the style of his message. Amen, it was sound, it was systematic amen He's he opening he alleging amen and that Christ must needs have suffered and risen again from the dead that this Jesus whom I preached he named him he said this the one I preaching unto you this is him in other words it was logical it was rational it was practical in other words it was pointed he said look here I'm telling you I'm trying to tell you about the Jesus that died I'm trying to tell you about the Jesus that was buried I'm talking about the Jesus that rose I'm talking about the Jesus Jesus That loves you I'm talking about the Jesus that longs for you to be in his family He's preaching about this Jesus And it didn't take 14 verses of just as I am As soon as conviction set in they some believed Woo! Amen! It was systematic Bible theology preaching Amen, amen, amen I love this right here You say preacher In other words, I've heard people say things like this. Well, you know, shoot from the hip. It don't work. It don't work. Every once in a while, I'd get a lucky shot on the range. But most of the time, I had had better aim. Shooting from the hip ain't gonna help you. Is everybody okay? Unless Unless you've got a Gatling gun or a shotgun amen it can help you mother covered preaching ain't really helped anybody you got to get serious about people seeing pointed out specific preach on preacher amen amen preaching ought to bring people to conviction it ought to confront them about their sin hey man hey man it ought to confront them to the savior it ought to bring them to a crossroads. either i'm going with truth or i'm turning from truth because say no to Jesus is to say yes to hell, bottom line. Everybody say amen. Amen. Amen, amen that's right, amen. Notice what the Bible said, he reasoned. This word, that reason, it carries this idea. It's, it's set, in other words, it's, it's explore what you've already been taught through your G, Jewish theology. Let's, let's reason with what Isaiah said. Let's reason. In other words, I'm not changing my mind on the scripture, but I'm going to take what you hold true and prove to you that this is that Jesus you're looking for. Let's let's set down. Let's reason. That's what Paul. He's he's reasoning. He's explaining. He's applying scripture. He's interpreting. He's implying. He's giving doctrine. He's giving application. Hey man. he's opening. This word "open" means it's a birthing term. For some of you ladies that's fixing to have youngins, some of y'all are gonna get married and gonna have youngins. Hey man, son. some of you that's just had youngins. This word there "open" is a birthing term. It's it's what happens when uh, when a baby is uh, breaches and comes forth from the womb. I, this, he said, "Look, this is a birth." Paul said, "I'm trying to bring babies to be born." <laughs> hey, he said, "I'm gonna reason," and then he's opening. This is a birth to to describe a baby being born. How many of y'all want to see a spiritual baby born? How many of y'all? I'm I'm a praying tonight somebody going to get saved I'm praying somebody get saved tonight but then he alleged this word alleged means to come alongside it means to have people come to the table and provide the food I, I can't remember his name he wrote a bunch of them He's a a black hymn writer in our church Hymnal wrote a bunch of them. And I'll never forget the story behind one of those uh, hymns. And man, it's escaping my mind right now. Man, thank you, Lord. But either way, that man was ready. Uh, His his cupboards were empty. His wife said, uh, baby, we don't have no food. What are we going to do? Our family's hungry. He said, go ahead and set the table. And she said at the table, he's in our prayer. She said, we still ain't got no food. He said, call them to dinner. And so they brought him in there to dinner. And uh, he said, baby, we still don't have no food. He said, let's go ahead and ask God to bless the food we're about to eat. She said, baby, there ain't no food. He said, let's bow our heads. They grabbed their hands, prayed over the food that wasn't even on the table yet. And as soon as he said amen. Knock came on the door, and they feasted. Somebody say amen. Woo! Hey, you know what Paul's saying? Y'all pull your feet up to the table. It don't look like I got much to give you, but when you scooch up under this table, God's gonna put the grace uh, tablecloth over you. He's gonna let y'all all look the same, and I'm gonna bring food alongside of you. It's the word this, it means to deposit food into someone's plate. It means to give something of value to entrust it with somebody else. Paul is opening. He's a legend. He's he's reasoning with these men. Amen. And he's using the scriptures and the Holy Ghost to do it. He said, when you heard the gospel, it was was in the Holy Ghost. You followed me, but you followed the Holy Ghost. Notice not only the style of his preaching, but the subject. I've already said it, but Paul did preach Christ. He preached Christ openly. Amen. He preached Christ honestly. But I love this. He preached Christ only. Acts 4.12, I love what he did. He did it every time. Amen. I I, I like what Peter said. He told that crowd, even old Peter told that crowd. He said, neither is salvation any other, for there is none of the name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Here's what Paul said in Galatians to that church in Galatia. He said, though me or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. I like this verse over here. If you look over in 1 Thessalonians, Again, it talks about over there in second in the second chapter about them only. He told they had only one testimony. Hey church, here's what I'm saying. He's the only Savior. And Paul was dogmatic about it. I like that kind of preaching. Amen. I like that preaching. It's straight preaching. It's strict preaching. It's scriptural preaching. Amen. He preached earnestly. Look at verse number 8. For our gospel came not in you in word only. Amen. It wasn't just a bunch of words. Amen. It was something he experienced. Amen. It was something he lived. He preached expectantly. He said in the latter part of verse number 5, he said you received it in much assurance. Amen. Look over here in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 1 and verse number 5. He said you received it. And not only in the power and in the Holy Ghost, but she received it in much assurance. Thank God. Thank God for assurance. Hey, Paul expected something to happen when he preached. He expected when he preached for them to get saved. Hey, when we preach, my God. Hey, man, he didn't just preach because it was the hour to preach. He had the message for the hour. He didn't just preach a message because it's the hour preaching. He had the message of the hour. You could take the Bible anywhere in here. I've thought about it. Nice messages I've had for 10, 15 years. I've never got to preach. Because it ain't about, hey man, sometimes it's just you getting it. And sometimes God will let you give it. Amen, but you don't study the Bible. Y'all preachers know this, Sunday school. You don't study to get something to preach. You preach from the overflow of what you've already said. Amen, preacher. Amen, amen, hallelujah. Amen. Thessalonians, they received it. Boy, some of them believed. But in Berea, where they're going to go next, here's what the Bible says. Some of them they received it and they researched it. He said in Thessalonica, y'all, some of you received it, but when he got over to Berea, they were different than the Thessalonians. See, in Thessalonica, they're going to have some people saying, it's that crowd turning the world upside down and going to run them out of there. At least when he got to Berea, some of them searched the scriptures whether those things were so. Now, y'all look up here at your preacher because I'm going to make it real plain right here because some people are distorting that verse. Here's what some people in our day, they want to come up with something new that ain't everybody ever found before. Well, you've heard this all your life, but I got something different. So they want to take whatever, they want to take truth and they want to pick it apart to see if it ain't so. That ain't what the Bible says. They weren't searching to discredit the preaching. They were searching to get credit in their heart from the preaching. They were trying to see if it's so. Hey man, hey man, preacher, preach on preacher. I don't believe in the preliminary rapture just because everybody believes. Well, a lot of folks don't believe that. A lot of folks ain't believe that, but they can be wrong. Say amen right there. Amen. Church ain't never the place to Israel. God's always had an earthly people, and he's always had a heavenly people, and it goes all the way back to Abraham when he looked on the ground and said, as the sands multiply, I'll multiply you. That's Israel. Then he said, stars, that's the church. Is everybody okay? Woo! It's preaching time. Amen. I can't stay there long. I'd like to preach a series right there. Quit trying to discredit everything. Won't you hush and jump in the Bible? Amen. And dive in. Say amen. Amen. They searched whether they were so, not whether they were not so. It was a positive research so that it would have a positive impact. Unlike Thessalonica, who some believed and some rejected and wouldn't even spend time to research. That's why it says they were more nobles. Man, I, y'all, somebody help me so I can go on, I'm hung up. Hey, amen, he preached expectingly. He preached, hey, amen, look at this, effectively. In Acts 17, some believed, some were Greeks, Hey, man, some were the chief women, not a few, hey, amen. I would tell you what a preacher friend of mine said right there. But I, I love too many of y'all ladies to say it. But thank God, men and women got saved. Amen. Amen. Thank God, men and women got born again. Hallelujah. Verse number nine of that text says uh, how they turn from. To our text says they turned to God uh, from idols. I didn't say much, but let me say this: If you're ever gonna come to God, uh, you will automatically turn from idols. You say, preacher, I ain't never bowed down to an uh, to an idol. To a statue. But we're living in a day that Landrum may not have idols, may not burn incense to Buddha. They may not read fortune cookies thinking that holds the key to their day. They may not read a horoscope. They may not get out tarot cards. They may not call a psychic hotline. They may not get out a Ouija board which is crazy. Hey, trying to talk to demons or so-called dead people. Hey, they, they, hey, they may not do that but I'll tell you what they do they've got an idol in their steps they're climbing in their job they've got an idol in their social status among their community they've got an idol in their own way of seeing things somebody say amen if your idea is contrary to the bible that's an idol somebody ought to say amen I know some people their kids are an idol preach on preacher We'd be there during Bible conference, but that's Boy Scout week. Oh, man, I just hit a snag there. Amen. I didn't even know if if that fits you. I didn't know, but I'm glad God rung your doorbell. Hey, if the shoe fits, put it on, Cinderella. Somebody say amen. Amen. Whoopee. Amen. Holy Ghost just rung your door. boy. I'm really hung up right here. Let me just go. Let me circle the boat a little bit. Hey, man. hey preacher, I come to Bible conference, but you know, you know, we got to work some overtime this week. Hey, man, I'm gonna tell you what y'all do. I'm gonna tell you what y'all do. Amen. You need to figure out, preacher, when's our Jubilee? When's our revival? You got any pop up revivals? I'm saying some personal days. Hey, when, when, hey, what I'm saying is, you ought to keep something for God. Somebody say amen. You ought to spend some vacation time down at church. Somebody say amen. Hey, man. If you want, hey, I'll tell you what, we got a camper hook up. Hey, amen. We got a camper hook will we'll, we'll not, we'll drill some holes. Over there in the grass, we'll set up a putt-putt course. Somebody help me. We got a deer in there. We ain't got a deer. If we need to, we'll put a deer stand on that corner so you can take aim at that deer and y'all can shoot it with paintball guns. Say amen. Thank God for church. I like being at church. Amen. Amen. In order to be the first thing on your priority list, God help us submit to the word of God in the way of God. We'll live in the will of God and be an end sample for everybody else who don't even know God the people of the church the preaching of the church and lastly the proclamation of the church i've already said it so let me just say this their condition character's better word their character was known as a witness Throughout the world. Paul said not just Macedonia. <clears throat> what he's doing. He's telling us. They're fulfilling Acts one eight. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. You shall be witnesses unto me. In Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. Under the other most parts of the earth. Macedonia, Achaia. All around the world. You know what Paul. Here's what the Holy Ghost through Paul is saying to this church. He said, man, y'all witness here, there, and everywhere. (laughs) Here, there, and everywhere. Everywhere we go, y'all have a character witness. Has been a little Christ. Y'all got an example. This is a model church. This is a model church that, that is in the midst of a wicked society, in a wicked place, surrounded by wicked people, and yet they are a place that old fashioned religion is not a thing of the past. Hallelujah. For a model church in a modern world, say amen. The condition of the world, the commission of the word. They said, listen, y'all fulfilling the commission. He gave us that commission. He told us the mission is go you therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever command you. And though I'm with you, all to in the world. He tells us in Mark, go preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth saved shall, shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. Everybody ain't gonna be saved. Some are gonna refuse Christ and be damned in the hell. But you don't have to go to hell. You don't have to be under condemnation. I didn't come I'm preaching to condemn you. Sin already done the condemning. I come to tell you about a Savior who can drag you out from under condemnation. Woo! And give you a celebration. Amen. Amen. The condition of the world did not affect their character. Amen. The commission from the world, uh, the Word of God was their, uh, was their motive into the world around them. And then notice this. The coming wrath motivated them. What is it about this church that motivates them? The condition of the world, they see people dying and going to hell. The commission of the word, God's put it in their heart. But there's a coming wrath. Here's what he said. Delivered us, verse 10, from the wrath to come. They were saved. They were serving. They were sincere. They were spirit-filled. They were steadfast. Paul preached expectingly. He preached excitingly. Hey Amen. He preached effectively. He preached scripturally. He, spree- he preached with the Spirit of God. He preached in the power of the Holy Ghost. He preached. And he had a crowd of people. And some of them would believe they was Greeks and, and they, some Jewish women. Man, they were getting born again. They were getting saved. And now this church, hey man, that he that he just was on a mission trip, preached, got saved, started a church, left and went somewhere else, preached. Church. Build left with somewhere else. Man, this church is standing up as a lighthouse for all others to look at. If you'll study, if you'll study about in history, they weren't even near the largest church. There wasn't a whole lot of missionaries that came out of this church in Thessalonica. But you know what? There was a whole lot of mission work that came out of it, Brother Childs. And there was a, oh, they didn't have a big, massive number, but boy, they had a massive testimony, amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask you this question one more time. If everybody in this church, sis, will you come? Was a Christian like you are, what kind of church would we have? If everybody walked like you walked, witnessed like you witness what kind of church would we have? If everybody worshiped like you worship, what kind of church would we have? If everybody read their Bible, if everybody prayed like you pray? what kind of church would we have? We've got family that's dying and going to hell. And sometimes, I just want y'all to be honest, we're so self-centered in our prayers, if you're honest, you forget. To pray for them, that's a burden on your heart. Because you're so overcome by your own self. You know why you are? Because you're in the same flesh. I'm not here to condemn you. I'm I'm here to confront you because I'm in the same flesh you're in. If we're really burdened for this world, the condition of the world should motivate us. Hey, the commission of the word should motivate us. And seeing our family saved from the coming wrath should motivate us. I want to be the right kind of Christian, the model Christian, going to a model church. Because we have actually a model Christ. Amen. In verse number 10, the loftiest place, the strongest work, the fullest glory, the grandest hire, the mightiest act the greatest accomplishment the humbling of his death, he overcame the proud. The weakness of his death, he overcame, Took the spoil from the strong. All the sufficiency of his death was made complete. When he shed his blood and atoned for our sin. By fact of his death, hey man, he has been the death of death. Death has died. By the value of his death, he purchased untold blessings and multitudes of souls saved. By the power of his death, he swept every hindrance... That kept us away from God and by laying down the volunteerness of his death he glorified the Father and brought many sons to glory oh the name of Jesus hallelujah the myrrh tree is pierced before it gives his sweet smell and so Christ was pierced to give forth the sweet smell of salvation he is the honey that will satisfy the longing of your soul oh He's he's Lord Lord, uh, speaking of His sovereignty. He's Christ speaking of His redemption, His anointing. Uh, he's the best thing that ever happened to you and I. Oh, thank God for Christ. Uh, hallelujah. His Son uh, that came from heaven, uh, had raised from the dead, uh, even Jesus, uh, which saved us and delivered us from the wrath to come.